Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Nikki. And this is Swipe Fan. <laughs> <laughs> the the dogs in Nikki's neighborhood Can are going. Yeah, they're going wild. <laughs> the oh my it's because God. it's so nice out. It's like spring, and I think every all the animals. Also, wasn't it a full moon last night? Animals go like freaking crazy. Sunday night was first was full moon. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what today is. So no excuse then. Yeah. (laughs) Ted's just looking at me like, can I please bark? Can I talk to them? (laughs) And I'm like, he's being absolutely not. (laughs) No, sir. You just make it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't incite more barking, please. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God. You know what? We haven't talked about. Could you terrify me? I just remembered speaking about barking. So I, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I attempted to have sex with in my house for the first time ever with Ted. With Ted. Yeah. What happened? I had to lock him in this crate. You did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was freaking the fuck out. But like, honestly, if the guy would have let Ted on the bed, like it would have been fine. Okay. But if I were the guy, I would also be like, I do not want Ted on this bed. He would have just like went and slept. While I pummel you. He he would have, Ted just would have gone and slept on the corner of the bed. Like, and he would have been still, Nikki, that's still weird. Uh, Talking to one of my friends um, who has two dogs. Okay. Her and I talked about this and like when she was having single summer, no guy even wanted her dogs in the bed or like on the couch when they were making out. But yeah. her now her current boyfriend loves the dogs. The dogs just chill and sleep in the bed while they hook up and like it's fine. Everything's when fine. you're in a relationship, sure. But like when you're having sex for the first time with someone and the dog is just like, Hey, I'm gonna be up here watching you. Dude, he wouldn't be no, he he like when I take care of my business, he's just at the foot of the bed, does it like curled up in a ball of soup. No, it's still weird. I don't have a dog and I would find that odd. Okay, well, instead we had to deal with him barking and screaming and freaking out <laughs> that he couldn't get on the bed. And then I had to put him in the crate. And then as soon as the dude was done, I literally snapped out of the bed and went and opened the cr- crate. And I was like, Ted. Oh my God. Ted bound into your arm. Like- I felt so bad for having to lock him up. Oh my God. Because the boy wouldn't let him on the bed. I'm I'm on boy's side. I don't know. It's It's Ted's bed. I just sleep in it. <laughs> now I feel like we need to do a poll because I I desperately want to hear everyone's opinion. Sure, let's do one. I think I think it's I, think I feel it's like it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be fifty fifty for sure. Yeah, I think. But like, what's so crazy is this dude was obsessed with Ted. Love <gasps> love Ted. It doesn't matter if you're obsessed with the dog or not. It doesn't. I loved my. Ex's dog, and I would not want her. On you the guys bed. didn't even let her sleep in the bed, though. It's different. No, because she slept in her crate. That's like where she wanted yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. He likes to sleep in his bed in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, He'd sleep with me in the morning. Yeah, no, he sleeps with me twenty four seven. It's his bed. I it's just like when that ha- you have to clean the sheets so much more. He sleeps on top of the um, duvet. Mm. It's just not for me. It's not for me. Okay. I mean, I still clean the sheets the same amount as I would without them. Well, then you just have to find someone who's like, yeah, Ted, get on up here. 
I'm gonna enter your mom. He's Ted isn't joining in the party. He just happens to be there. You don't think that Ted wouldn't want to join in on the party? I feel like he would. No. He's like constantly licking your upper thigh. <laughs> You're making that sound weird. <laughs> you don't think it's not weird? It, 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 the way you just made it sounds very fucking weird. Um <laughs> <laughs> my dog and I have a very codependent normal codependent relationship. <laughs> he, looks, he just looks at me like, what's wrong? <laughs> oh, well, well, don't call Pete on me. Like our nor- relationship is normal. There's no Pete on you. There's no peanut butter involved. There's he's my Ew. son. Ew. That's what you were alluding to when he you said he licks my thigh. That's not what I was alluding to. I just have seen it happen. <laughs> now I made it weirder because I was you made, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very normal dog mom, dog son relationship. Okay. I apologize. Yeah. Thank you. Anyways, uh, did you watch uh, so last episode of Dating in the Modern Age? Yeah, I loved it. I, honestly yeah. my favorite episode to date yeah for um, sure you know, but I'll, I'll tell you why and it was because I loved watching you flirt <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute I was like oh my god Nikki's so adorable <laughs> <laughs> yeah well didn't you say like you put up a story on Instagram you were like I don't mind watching Alex date but I don't want to watch myself no it's I the hate same way myself. I don't want to watch myself it's, it's a like it's a form of torture yeah. Like the government should take take that like and use it. I don't necessarily agree with torture, but if we're gonna do it, that's the form. For real. I tell all the secrets after watching it. Like make it stop. <laughs> make it stop. <laughs> you find more and more reasons why you're the worst. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. You were adorable. Like, it, it's so intimate. I was like. It was fucking intimate, Harper. Like I know, it was intimate. You know, here's the thing. I think that like you know, only we are getting filmed. Like someone, a camera person is in the room with us, but Mm -hmm. there's no camera person in the room with like the guy. So I think that they're just like way more open than they would normally be um, if they knew they were being being filmed. Because I feel like there's Mm -hmm. no real filters, you know yeah i mean i yeah you know i was like hey i've made moonshine before right what the stuff that comes out of my mouth i'm like is this what i say on normal dates too i just like let all this shit fly out more brazen you don't know because you know you're being filmed well this might be the reason i'm single (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like yeah i've done this (laughs) i think it's fun Maybe yeah, but if I met someone and they were like, "I made my own moonshine," I'd be like, "That's cool. Can we yeah. do it? Can we make some moonshine?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody loved Brendan, though. I keep getting messages. I know about him. I, I've been getting a lot of messages too, uh, basically talking about how you guys had so much chemistry and how I had no chemistry with Nick. With Nick. Yeah. Hey, you were just lucky when he was actually in the kitchen cooking with you. Oh my god, you guys didn't see the whole like date, obviously, but like I kept looking at Lucinda, our camera per- our woman, and 
because Nick would like dart off camera um, and not be in the frame. And I'd be like, I don't know what's happening. And he'd be talking still, but yeah. I'd be like, I don't know what you're even talking about. Because yeah. um, he was just like all over the place. And then he'd like- He has try so to come- much energy. He has so much energy and- which I think is a good thing, but I also feel like I have so much energy that I was like, this is too much. It's like two bombs just hit each other. And it yeah. was like, I feel like I had to bring mine, my energy down. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. So that he could have his full high. So I was just kind of standing there. <laughs> this is, I don't know. And I kept looking here like, I felt like I was in the office, like looking mm-hmm. off camera being like, uh, cause there'd be like pots and pans falling. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't I couldn't see them I'd just be like are you okay <laughs> are you alive are you alive did you get hurt like are you coming back <laughs> when he was like um I think we're not a match I was like yeah yeah <laughs> that sounds right <laughs> yeah it's interesting that you guys actually like had that like combo yeah I actually I think that it was good that we we did um because it all stemmed from talking about how I had been Instagram stalking him um because he had followed me at some point Mm -hmm. so like I knew who he was um and then we started he said he had um stalked me too and had started listening to the podcast so I feel like once we started talking about um like dating as a plus-size woman it was like everything's off the table like you can just talk about whatever because I don't know about you but like it takes me a long time to talk about if at all talk about my weight with like a potential guy like usually I'm in a relationship when that happens yeah I've only talked about it once with somebody and that was recently yeah and I think I it's a lot it's very vulnerable it's so vulnerable I think it's so much more vulnerable than like any other conversation you can well that's not true I don't know why I just said that but it's like a very vulnerable conversation to have in general I I don't think I've ever talked about it like with my past two long-term relationships either neither neither it just wasn't a thing that was brought up I think the only time I did with um a guy I was dating was because I had a bad like an internet troll like message me Mm -hmm. and say some mean things and so I told him and he was like so upset but it wasn't like we talked about it It was like he was just like upset for me and that's the only time and there was but there was no discussion about it so this is the first time I guess I ever have is with was with With Nick Nick. yeah which was nice because it was like a good conversation he was basically like you know everyone's different shapes and sizes like it's all chill with me you know did it feel good to just put it out on the table or it's a good question um I think at that point I already knew that I wasn't like super into him so I felt like I was like more talking to a friend so I don't think it like bothered me because I was Mm -hmm. like you know I'm talking to just a regular Joe Schmo I think if it were normal if I were interested mm-hmm. I think maybe it would have been way more uncomfortable and I probably would have tried to like downplay it or steer the conversation away because I don't know like I'm talking to some guys right now and I don't really know if I want to talk about the podcast and stuff with them and not just because the podcast is um, a really vulnerable thing but mm-hmm. also because it's about a topic that I don't know if I want to talk about that with someone I'm starting to see because I don't want to have the conversation yet yeah it's a it's a lot um a person and and you had that conversation before you like went on a real date on a real date they so they listened to 
our first episode without and he I was told after he listened to our first episode that he listened to it and then he decided from there not to listen it to anymore because he didn't think it would be an even playing field um but yeah he was like is that what it's all about like dating and I was like yeah everything about being you know fat or plus size and what comes along with it and then we just dove in and then it happened to be the same time that like that guy texted and told me he found the podcast and he's a feeder right like the one I went out with and so that just opened the floodgates of like conversation but then he would always ask me what our podcast episode was about and I tell him and then he'd want to know more and talk about it and it was kind of exhausting yeah I was gonna say I mean it's like something that I don't I don't have the mental capacity to talk about that with you yet I don't know it's Mm -hmm. such a like I don't think I'd want to talk about it on a weekly basis with somebody. It's, it's exhausting. And also like, what does that, like, doesn't it make you also feel like, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I just want to, I want you to make me feel sexy. And when I talk about these things, I don't necessarily feel sexy. It's when I feel my worst, not my best. And I want you to think about me in my best not my worst. So that's interesting. But when we're, but when we're in a relationship, like you're not in this, the talking stage, you're not in the, like, we're just getting to know each other stage. Then it's like easier to talk about things like that because we're in, we're in a bubble. Like we've like, we're committed to each other. You know what I mean? Now it's easier to talk about harder topics. Um, and you can see me unsexy and I don't think it's going to phase me as much, but if we're in the talking stage, I want you to see me as sexy. So, but something you just said there. So do you feel your worst every time we record a podcast? No, I don't feel my worst when we talk about these things, but it's like, if I'm talking about my personal experiences with Mm -hmm. this guy, I, I think that's different than talking about something in a subjective or like objective manner. Like if we're talking about a subject in general, yeah, that's different than being like, hey, do you want to hear about the all the times I felt shitty about yeah. myself because of men, you know? See, my issue with it is that I don't want to, like he would ask every single week about what we talked about. When I know all about it, it's like, I get you're being supportive, but yeah. also I'm like, I'm more going on than just my podcast. Right. You can ask me about yeah. my job. You can ask me about creative projects I'm working on. Yeah. All the other things that are going on besides yeah. the, you know, our conversation, which I've told you is like for me and my friends and like, mm-hmm. and I don't, he was just always so wanting to know about everything. I get what you're saying. Supportive. So I can't yeah, knock I that. think like support is great. I think for me, I'd want to be able to like, maybe I'd want to be the one that broached the topic. It's like it, if I want to talk about it, I want to talk about it, right? Yeah. If I don't, then I don't Yeah. really want to, which I think is what you're saying. And it, like it opened the gate for me to know it's not the end of the world to talk to somebody about Yeah, and I think that. that's the same, what I feel with Nick was the same thing where it's like not the end of the world yeah. to talk about these things. I mean, I think the podcast has definitely made me like more open to talking mm-hmm. about these subjects with multiple people mm-hmm. and people who never would have wanted to talk about these subjects before like one of my friend's husband's listens to it every week and he, he oh. and I have had like some really great conversations about um thin privilege and all this stuff and I'm like you know someone that I never would have thought would be interested in this mm-hmm. subject like 
is really into it so I think that's really cool mm-hmm. um so yeah I don't think it's the end of the world I think it's like a lot it's just like anything that you have to get used to or be comfortable with and I mm-hmm. think it takes a long time to get there but yeah weren't we talking to someone else and they were like I didn't even talk about my weight with my boyfriend and like for three months or something yeah yeah and I or think- like until we were in a relationship or whatever right yeah that's a vulnerable thing to have to be like, hey, um, can we make sure to call like a restaurant and make sure that like I can sit in the chair or um, I don't know, like we're going to go on a vacation that all the activities are going to be things that I can do. Mm-hmm. I think stuff like that is uncomfortable. But just the idea of thinking about do, t- having those conversations scares me. Mm-hmm. My first thought was, well, I want to have the guy call the restaurant like I'd call the restaurant. I would just deal with it. You know, like that was my first like defensive (laughs) thought. But like, (laughs) if you're with somebody long term, like I think they maybe start thinking about like, because they want you to be comfortable. So then they would think about those things too once they know. Mm -hmm. You you would hope so anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I don't know. I guess I've never been with anybody long enough for that to happen. So (sighs) yeah, I guess me either I don't know or we we haven't found the person I think we haven't found the person yeah. I think that's the thing I don't know so right now I'm having this really like this like battle inside me it's like do you date somebody who's really nice and really likes you but you don't have the best connection with them like do you just do you date them because they treat you well or even though you don't necessarily like them it's not that you don't like them it's that you're not like completely like besotted like lustful like smitten you're kind of like yeah Yeah. he's cool he's okay he's okay he's He's okay yeah yeah I don't know I feel like this is something that I've done a lot in the past I know other like I don't want to just say fat women but I think like I think all women might have done I think all women definitely do but I think fat women do this a lot more I mean I know I do yeah I give way more chances I feel like than my straight size friends do mm-hmm. and I I have a three date rule where it's like even if I don't <laughs> I'll go on three dates like yeah. I'm committed to it because I'm like I feel like and and this is why I think I do it because I feel like it takes me so long to find one person mm-hmm. that I want to go out with that I'm like kind of excited about and I'm not even gonna say like super excited you're like mm-hmm. I'm meh about this but at least they are willing to go out I'm willing to go out let's do this like that guy I was dating over the summer and not mm-hmm. dating you know like I went on dates with yeah um I the first date I remember being like he talked about himself 90% of that yeah date and did I still go on a second date uh-huh. yes because I was like it took me three months to get someone to go on a date with me from dating apps mm-hmm. and I was like I have to give this a shot because there's no one else out there right now and I just think like for our straight size friends it's so much easier to be like well I'm talking to like five different guys I remember like when my one of my friends two of my guy friends and I think for guys it's so much easier to do this because it's like there's so many women that are on these apps and want to date someone and get married um my guy friends were like we're ready to get married this is our time to shine like 
were putting in the work and they were going out on like two or three dates a week. And I was also at the time, you know, because, you know, I've been single forever dating (laughs) at the same time. I think it was like a summer and they were like, it's gotta be so easy for you to date. Like, I'm sure people are like trying to date you all the time. And I was like, no, they're not. No, No, they're not. Like, it is so easy for you to, there'll be like, you need to set up at least like two or three dates a week. And I'm like, I'm lucky if I get two or three dates a month, but that would be lucky. Usually it's like one. Mm -hmm. And, and then it's, so then you're like, okay, well, I only have one date this whole month. I have to give him a shot because there's no one else. I know, but then we waste our time going on these multiple dates because we end up with the same feeling on date three that we had on date one and we're just wasting our time. I agree. And then like, so with this person I'm thinking of, I'm getting told that like, I'm picky. I'm, I'm being overly picky because I don't necessarily like, I'm not like gushing over him and I'm not sure about him. And so like my parents are telling me I'm picky like I have other people saying he's such a nice guy he likes you so much you just like need to give him another chance but it's like if I don't feel that way like why is it like would they have said that to a straight-sized person that they need to give him another chance I mean I do think that I do have one friend who I'm like you are really picky Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you do need to give guys maybe a second chance but if you feel it I'm not, I don't even take my own advice. So this is like not coming from, this is what I tell other friends. I'm like, if you don't feel it right away, there's like, you shouldn't waste your time, but I don't do that myself. So I don't know why, like, I always say that to people because they'll be like, I just don't want to go. And it's like, that's the thing. Like I'll be going on the second date and I'll be like, I'm dreading this. If you're dreading it, you don't want to go. You, you shouldn't should not go, go. Well, and that and that should done. be right and that shouldn't be like um because I think like there's normal date nerves mm-hmm. right like that's different I'm not talking about date nerves if you yeah. social anxiety nerves those are different nerves this is like I don't want to go because I would rather be on my couch watching tv than being with that guy that's yeah. different and I those are the feelings I have but I still go because I'm like well maybe he'll be different this time and it's, it's it never happens. No, there it's the same. Though I don't know. Okay, so devil's advocate. I did have I dated that guy from Milwaukee. Remember that guy I told you? Yeah. About? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we went on three dates, and the first date, like, great chemistry, bad kiss. I can give a pass for a bad first kiss if you okay. have great chemistry. Okay. Yeah, because okay. like ne- that first like eh. like it right. can be you like you're so both nervous. Yeah. Like, I think we both had a lot of expectations. Yeah, as long as they didn't, like, lick my face or something, you know, or bite both (laughs) of my lips, like, like that. Okay, I I didn't understand what that meant. I was like, I like that. No, bite my lip, that's great. But, like, don't, like, suck on, like, take both my top and my bottom in your mouth. I've had that happen. I was just going to say, what, in what context does this happen? I've had it happen. Wow. Like, I don't understand. That's like a like, vacuum. Yeah, wet fish, wide mouth open, and suck. Ew. Yeah. Ew. That's a bad kiss. But like a. I'm imagining uh, like a catfish, like a literal huge like mouth. That's, Ew. that's yeah. That's what it felt like. Ew. But like a mediocre. It was okay. I didn't feel all the like all the sparks in the world. I can handle that. Like that, we can work on that. Yeah. So we had our second date, and then like the date 
the date part wasn't great but the kiss was good mm-hmm. mm. so I was like now I have to have a third date yeah because now it's mixed messages <laughs> but the third date was good uh the third date was good but we were both I remember he was sick and he was like we probably shouldn't make out because I'm sick and I got sick anyway so um <laughs> should just made out but then he moved oh yeah to California yeah but we're not sure he moved to California you know like that whole that's just when we talked yeah yeah. (laughs) we were like he's probably still in Wisconsin like he's he's just upset you wouldn't let him spend the night any of the times that he fucking (laughs) drove that far yeah because we were not at that stage yet (laughs) I mean (laughs) I don't know we weren't he could have gotten a hotel room he was I went to Milwaukee he didn't ask me to stay really Mm mm-hmm that's just weird. I don't think it's weird. For a what a date, like you go what that's like a what three hour drive? I took a train. It was uh two it's a two hour train. Insane. It's a nighttime date. What we did a daytime date and then we had dinner and I went home. <sighs> See, yeah, that's weird. That Ooh, wouldn't I don't think that's weird, but I, I would never go to another city just to go on a, a date. So mm-hmm. well. Yep. different people yep <laughs> that's a lot of effort yeah but it's like good if they're like a good person for you like yeah if, if he because it felt like there was we had so much in common it was like wild mm-hmm. um and I think almost we had too much in common and that was the problem uh mm-hmm. we're both very busy people we were both in sales like both like big personalities lots of friends like you know it would have been cool maybe in college we would have been like a good match you know life of the parties (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I don't know in in an adulthood maybe not (laughs) the best combo I feel like I need someone I feel like I need someone more boring does that make sense oh yeah and I I think we need opposites of each other. Yeah, like I need a someone to balance me out. Mm-hmm. Like someone a little bit more down. <laughs> you know what I'm earth and stays at home more. <laughs> yeah, you'd be me. <laughs> um, and I need like somebody like that goes out. What I think is really funny that I'm learning a lot about people is that they say like it's like what do your friends describe you as they're all like oh that I'm really funny yeah and like those people aren't always funny wait what do you mean so many people describe themselves as funny and they're not funny oh like funny outgoing life of the party and it's like they're not yeah 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 do you think I'm lying about my personality is that what you're trying to say no that's not (laughs) that's not what I'm trying to say you trying to nag me on our on our podcast? <laughs> I I just am like real like when you were going on these dating apps and they're like describing all these things. Oh, I'm you're like, talking about guys saying like yeah, I'm talking funny. about guys. Okay, all right, sorry. Well, I thought you were talking about me. How you're like you're not really the life of the party that you think you are, Alex. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like when people say like that when you when you're looking for someone and they they, how do you think that they're going to describe themselves like um I'm boring I sit at home I'm a gamer I I live with my parents (laughs) maybe like be fucking truthful 
Then they wouldn't get dates. Don't give me these expectations that you're the life of the party and you can barely hold a conversation, you know? Yeah. It's frustrating. I feel you. I'm, well, I'm so over dating right now. Like I, I can feel it, like the energy. You're... I, got, I hopped back on the apps. Yeah. How, how is it on there? <laughs> Like I think I'm ev- taking a break right now. I told you. Yeah, I think every adequate looking guy in Chicago is in a relationship right now. Like according to these apps. I think that once summer starts happening, like May, I think more people will be like um, getting yeah. rid of the girlfriend that I had during quarantine, and I'm ready for a new relationship. So I think that you're on the precipice of your hot girl summer like I want a hot girl summer but I also like want to I don't know like I want cuffing season during the summer I want I want I want a relationship okay I thought you well I was just gonna say do you want a relationship I do I want a relationship I realized like I want to go to the bar have a couple drinks then have somebody to go home with okay you know all right I want somebody who's going to be like cook dinner with me. On I just don't think night. you were like convinced that you wanted to be in a relationship. I've always said I wanted a relationship, but I want, I want to have good sex too. I don't just want like to date somebody to date somebody. You're not saying like, I want to date someone to marry them. I want to date someone to date someone. And we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've always said I want a relationship. Like I'm ready for a relationship. I've never not said that. Okay. Like, I think because you and I are looking for relationships in different ways, like you want to go on a first or second date, like you want to ask if they want to get married, have kids, like do all the things like Mm -hmm. right off the bat to make sure you guys are compatible for a long-term future. And I can wait a little bit for that. Like, I'm not trying to rush immediately into a marriage, not saying that's what you're trying to do either, but I am like, I, but like. I I can I'm wait. 36 Nikki like yeah. we're not trying to wait here I can have these conversations more organically and then like I want to have a good time with somebody I'm and, like, not freezing my eggs for yeah for fun okay when does that process start uh next week so I'm nervous for you yeah um I so I'm doing my egg freezing process with um Ova um, which is a company here in Chicago. I'm super excited about it. Um, I will be documenting the whole experience on Sassy Confetti. If are you, are you going to document it like Heather McMahon's documenting it? Because her hormones are fucking out of control and she's talking all about it because she's freezing her eggs right now. Yeah, I'll probably do a live and all that yeah. stuff, you know. Like she's like, she says like sometimes she feels like a teenager and like. Yeah, so- I mean, we'll see how it goes. I Everyone has different ex- yeah. reactions and experiences. I'm hopeful that mine will be moderate I have a uh, a friend who just went through it and she didn't have that she, she seemed oh, okay pretty chill so I I don't know I'm Heather McMahon also is very dramatic I'm also very dramatic yeah. so I think you know you're not off base here mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I I do think that you know what I'm excited about is like um like exactly what you're saying it's like I'm trying to date so that I can get like married tomorrow this is the point like doing the eggs like freezing my eggs is hopefully to like take that pressure off because I think before the pandemic it was like I don't want to go on any more dates with anyone that I'm not like 
extremely serious about because it's not worth my time because I wasted you know six months of my life with someone who like wasn't ready for Mm -hmm. the next step and I thought they were and so I was like okay I need to pivot like I need to only date people who actually care about you know the exact things that I care about Mm -hmm. um and I think 2020 made me realize that like that's so much pressure to put on myself and taking this off the table helps with that because it's the ticking time bomb I know I want to have children um Mm -hmm. you know if I can if I don't have them that's fine but I know I want the option so doing this is gonna hopefully take the pressure off of me and I think like I don't know you know I'm talking to a bunch of people right now that like Mm -hmm. probably won't go anywhere but it's like at least I'm doing that that's not something I would have ever entertained before so you know dating's supposed to be fun exactly like I don't think it should be pressure it wasn't for it wasn't fun for me yeah before and because you're putting so much I don't know you're putting so much pressure on yourself to like yeah whatever um hopefully after this like you can maybe you'll have more of my mindset that it's like let's find see if I can have fun with somebody and then we can go forward yeah I mean I think I'm sort of there I just I know what I want Mm -hmm. and I don't want like I know exactly what I want I think that that's and a person or like what you want in your future my future yeah I I know what I want too like I want to get married and I want to have a kid like I know that so like if somebody doesn't align with that like that you know I think there's a difference when you're your age and my age when I was your age I also wanted those things and then things were a lot different Mm -hmm. um and now I'm you know I'm inching towards 40 Mm -hmm. it's it's different like those options are somewhat out the window at some point yeah. So I think that's the stressful part. Mm. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm excited about this because I think that it will help. And if I decide I want to do it on my own, then I can do that too. Right now, that's not something I want to do. Yeah. But um, I could change my mind, you know, so we'll see. But yeah. I think it's good. I don't know. I, someone mentioned in our face, oh, maybe they mentioned or the Instagram DM dust or something, but they were like, I'd love to know more about the process. So maybe we can have a nurse on or something if more people are interested yeah they might not be but um to come talk on the on the podcast and why it's like important to like think about it at least when I had the first conversation with them I was like uh not convinced even that I was gonna do it Mm -hmm. and now like at 36 and they were like totally convinced me otherwise so yeah, if I'm not with somebody by 35, I'll get mine freezed. Yeah, and I think that they would argue you should do it now. But, like, the – because – well, we don't need to get into it. But it's, like, the the older you are, the more rounds you have to do. So it mm. ends up becoming more expensive. Mm. So it's, like, if you do it when you're younger, like, now, you might only have to do it once. Well, my parents won't pay for it now. They told <laughs> me they'll pay for it at 35. Okay, fair, fair, fair. I asked, uh-huh. I've asked because they bo- they want grandchildren. And I said, well, mm. you should invest in your grandchildren's future. Um, and my mom <laughs> said 35. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my stepdad was saying yes. And my mom said 35. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's the magic number where everyone's like, yeah. I need to I mean, my eggs. I want kids. I don't know if, like, if I physically can, like, 
birth them because I do have PCOS. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be a difficult journey to conceive anyway. So, um, but you know, it's a journey for everybody. Oh, a hundred percent. It's a crazy, crazy thing. Everyone's is different. I'm I think um, I'm excited to support you on this raising <laughs> journey. Yeah. Well, we can, I'll report back, but I, so I start um, the conversations next week. We don't actually start drugs and stuff until a while, like many. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're not there yet. You have to be um, really close to your period. And I think you start the drugs right after your period. Cause you're going to ovulate right after that. And then I think that's mm. when they harvest them. Though I just said all of that and I'm actually not sure of the process. So <laughs> I don't know, but I think that's how it goes. <laughs> right after uh, your period, I, I think, think is when you, I think you start injecting right before you ovulate. Uh, that would make sense to me. I'm ovulating right now. And can I tell you, like, I can like feel it. Do you ever oh. feel it? Like when you're, when you're ovulating? Well, I have not had a period in 2021. Mm. Um, so my periods are so sporadic uh, right. because of my PCOS. I feel like maybe I felt it. I don't know. I feel more um, like I have, uh, I have some cysts right now. I feel those. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, just, I feel so. like I have been, um, well, you know, I'm like very, I'm like super horny. Um, but like when I ovulate, I've noticed that I'm like so ready to go and I have only started realizing because I've been like tracking my period Uh, like make sure that like you know I know what's going on um for this whole process but now I'm like wow that is like so like biology and like is nuts see I'm extremely horny when I'm actually on my period oh same it's both those times for me Mm -hmm. I think that that's from what I've read on the internet, mm-hmm. <laughs> very normal. But yeah, uh, I didn't realize that like I was that ovulation was like such a like yeah. whoa. Like <laughs> yesterday was high, 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 and my ovulation was high, high, high. Like huh? fertility score real high. So are you like testing your fertility? Score? No, I'm just like tracking it on an app. Oh, oh, and so it said it was like your peak. Was my like fertility okay yeah and I didn't realize but I was like oh man I feel like something's wrong with me and I like looked at my app to be like oh what's going on and it was like you're ovulating is you're the your fertility score is real high right now and I was like damn wow my body really wants me to get prego Maybe you should just go like meet up with one of those men that you've been I know. with. Well, I think like I'm concerned. I'm like, I feel like it needs to happen before I go on these drugs because like God only knows like what happened to me is I would get on all these drugs and then like mm-hmm. start having sex with some dude from my DMs. And- you can't have sex like while you're on them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would get pregnant. <laughs> I mean, there's these things called condoms. Um well, yeah, obviously I don't, I'm not on birth. Well, I'm not on birth control. Oh, okay. I never have been. Oh, really? No. I've been on it since I was 13. Yeah. They didn't put me on it because my sister's been on it like, you know, mm-hmm. forever because she had like horrible, she had like, you know, tons of issues. Yeah. And so they put her on it, but I was never on it. And then I never had like a committed <laughs> relationship. So I was like, why bother? I'll just. Wait, 13's a lie. 11 11 
11 because I was so <laughs> this year is the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and I remember being in sixth grade and while so in sixth grade that's the year it happened you know um I was hunched over in pain because I had cysts bursting while the towers were coming down like so I like I remember all you know like all these like sixth grade was very traumatic for many reasons but because I had cysts so I was 11 sorry 11 Jesus that's a long time it is and I've I've oh if I'm off of it like it makes you crazy not crazy like I mean I will always have cysts so I have to have my hormones regulated for me but like the so the um the birth control helps that part of it or mm-hmm. okay yeah it helps it with this stuff or it only helps with what does it help with it helps with my hormone levels because so I okay. have PCOS which means I have a higher level of t- testosterone than like okay. is average a, a lot of fat Most, women have this uh, uh, so many it, women have it PCOS. makes having PCOS makes you gain it hard to lose weight easier mm-hmm. to gain weight um mm-hmm. it's like a lot of different things and actually actually you can go into remission if you lose a certain amount of body weight, which I did after my gastric sleeve surgery, I lost so much weight that like, I technically like my hormones were normal. I was in remission, but I still like, I still like, they're starting to go up a little back again. So, yeah. So I just, you know, sometimes you feel things on your ovaries, extra pressure Mm. and, you know, I get a hairy lip and, you know, different I get a hairy real cute too from yeah. just being hairy. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> do you have, do you get chin hairs? No, not yet. Mm, my sister yeah. found a hair on my chest though. That was really long. Oh yeah. So that was embarrassing. She was like, Hey, I'm not trying to be um, like weird, but you have a really long chest hair uh, right there. And I was like, mm. cool, 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 cool. cool. Yeah. Like I shave my face, so mm-hmm. I don't have to, you know, but yeah. Like dermaplane it. <laughs> dermaplane it, but also, you know, like those nose hair, ear hair trimmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I go over my lip and my chin every other day hmm. to get it gone. I'll use those like tinkle uh, razors from Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. 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 That, I dermaplane my face with those. I'm okay so I just got a dermaplaning tool and I'm like nervous to use it because I'm I just feel like I'm gonna have scratches all over my face yeah, super easy okay well you know you're you I'm me I just feel like I, I'm gonna fuck it up somehow I don't I believe in you <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ner- I'm not good at this stuff so um I trust you that you say that I can do it I will report back to you okay yeah report back report I know back. that you think it's dumb that is this scares me but it does it's a little dumb, but it's fine. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, well, do you do you feel like I don't know to go, circle back to twenty minutes ago? <laughs> I I want to say to myself, like my future self, like not to put up with these situations where I am like feeling like I have to go on multiple dates with people that I don't technically like um so I think yeah maybe I just need a pep talk you pep talk me yeah I think I think we need to not go out with people we're not interested in just because we think 
they're the only option at this time at that time like we deserve more than to go out with somebody mediocre right like why we deserve more than to waste our time with somebody we're not even like barely interested in Mm -hmm. yeah you're right they deserve more than that too Mm -hmm. like but we I just I just don't think we should waste our time like we have to remember that there's more people out there than who's giving us attention at the moment and yes attention's nice but we can get that from somebody else I know I think like usually for me it's like I would much rather and I think this is what goes on in my head where it's like I would much rather be alone than Mm -hmm. be with you and then I'm like well is that because I'm am I only saying that because I'm so stuck in my ways and being picky essentially Mm. um that I'm not giving someone the chance that they deserve but I mean should they only get one chance I don't maybe not want maybe give them a second chance but like I went on six dates with a guy I know but I'm saying I'm almost saying like maybe they should only get one chance like if you don't wow me then what's the point yeah like one or two chances max yeah I mean like we said like with the with the Wisconsin guy it's like that's like an exception to the rule right it's like you had a great time bad kiss duh yeah but you had a great time yes you go yeah second date right like I was excited to see him again if your gut feeling is like, I am not excited to see him, then that for me should be like a no-brainer. Yes. Right? Yes. hundred like, percent. I'm not excited for this second date or third date, then yeah. it's off the table. That's the gauge. Yes. And I think like, no matter what, I'm always going to want to stay home and watch the challenge rather than go on a date with someone because dates are awkward and weird and not always the best, but mm-hmm. like, when but a good first date is so good I know good first dates are like literally the best I can feel like I can only count on my hand how many like good first dates I've had you know but Mm -hmm. like they're just like magic yeah I like going on dates though I like meeting a new person and talking to them and like those butterflies and I do too but I think the problem is I don't always have butterflies and I'm kind of like I'm giving this a chance because Mm -hmm. there's nobody else to give a chance to I think that's yeah. the issue. Maybe it's like before even going on, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the root cause. Like instead of um, <laughs> like, don't give chances to people you're not like super excited about. Yeah. yeah. Like the summer guy, I wasn't that excited, you know? And I think maybe that's why like, it's funny because, you know, I had a, um, a date, a Zoom date, like this weekend. Yes, you and did. I was so freaking excited for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I was really excited about him. Um, but like with the guy from the summer, I was like tepid at best about wanting to go out. And I remember my friends being like, "For this weekend," and I was talking about how I was like so nervous for the date, and they're like, "You're never like this." And I'm like, "Yeah," because I'm excited, and I feel like usually when I go on a date, I'm not excited. You should be, you should be excited though. Exactly. So we only go on dates with people we're excited to go on dates with. Is that what we're monitoring back to each other? Yes. Okay. Do you want to say it together? Yes. We only. We are all, wait, what is it again? (laughs) We are only going going on on dates dates with with people. Guys we're excited about. I was going to say guys, but people's better. People's better. People's better. 
we are only <laughs> going on dates, going on dates with, with people that we're excited, we're excited to go on dates. <laughs> what is happening? We got the gist. You got the gist. You, you get it, guys. You get it. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was a, a good pep talk for me. You know what? We, we it. it was a pep talk for me, too. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, after your six dates with that guy I think maybe you're feeling like a little bit deflated yeah it took me a lot because I was like like I don't people told me like I was crazy Mm -hmm. like in the like was nice doesn't mean that yeah he was nice to be excited about it you know yeah just because they're nice and cute and like whatever that's not the make or break you gotta be you know what they say on love island it didn't give you the fanny flutters he did not give me the fanny flutters at all. He did not all. give you the fanny flutters, yep. No. Yeah. So if he didn't give you the fanny flutters, then game over. No yeah. fanny flutters. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a great term? <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know what? When he, like, told me to relax when we were in the bedroom, I should have been, like, looked at him. You don't give me the fanny flutters. Get right. out. Well, in fact, you just made it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I immediately got dry. <laughs> yeah, I can think of multiple times things he did. I was like, <laughs> only guys we are excited about people, people we're, we're excited, excited to go about. on dates with. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> we'll get it eventually. <sighs> okay, we got this ready. No, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> It's what I've said. We are only going on dates with people we're excited to go on dates with. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? One, two. We are only going on dates with people we are excited to go on dates with. We can never have a motivational class ever. Absolutely not. <laughs> it would only, you can only go to one. We would have to have different classes. Like mine We couldn't be together. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Separate stages. <laughs> Do we need to change the mantra? No, I think it's fine. I'll I'll figure it. It's my it's me. I'm the problem. I'll get there eventually. I really have to pee. I feel like I'm gonna pee my pants because I'm laughing. Okay. I think I'm bad now. Um, guys. <laughs> uh follow us on instagram and tiktok at swipe that and don't forget a new episode of dating in the modern age comes out every thursday at 8 central 9 eastern on bespoke tv go to our highlights find out how to watch it on the stir app and all the good things and then you know we always post the youtube link when it's up yep on saturday the guy who said that the guys who needed to the comment on our youtube oh my god i know that the guys needed higher standards you know what sorry donovan that we're not up to your standards i actually i was like um my standards are pretty high donovan but yeah so watch that follow us all the things we'll see you next week we'll see you next week Bye. Bye. bye